0: Hello, and welcome to Business Talk, presented by Business West and Living Local, and brought to you by Munson Savings Bank. Hi, I'm Chris Kellogg from the Kellogg Crew Morning Show on 94.7 WMAS, and here is your host for this episode of Business Talk. He's the editor and associate publisher of Business West. Here's George O'Brien. Okay, good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Business Talk, podcast presented by Business West. In partnership with Living Local, we have a terrific show for you today. But before we get to it, let's hear a message from this month's sponsor, Munson Savings Bank.
1: Munson Savings Bank is your bank for business. Businesses of all sizes trust in Munson Savings for their lending and banking needs because they listen to their customers, provide great service, plus all business lending decisions are made local and fast. Whether you need a business loan, deposit products, or help with cash management services, Munson Savings Bank has the business lending capability and know-how to help your business thrive. Visit us online at munsonsavings.bank or contact our commercial team today. Munson Savings Bank. Your bank for business, member FDIC, member DIF.
0: Okay, we are back. And as I said, we have a terrific show for you today. We have with us Peter Roscottin. Uh Peter probably needs no introduction, but uh, Peter is the owner of a number of businesses here in Western Massachusetts. The, the Log Cabin, the Delaney House, Delaney's Market. Uh, Peter, the list goes on. Uh, You've become kind of a regular here on the podcast, and and for a very good reason. Uh, You can speak to uh, a number of subjects regarding the economy and COVID and things that are happening out there. You can bring us the perspective of the restaurateur, the banquet facility owner, the hotelier, uh, the retailer. You can talk about the um, employment scene in the region. You can probably talk about the Red Sox in Afghanistan too but we won't go there.
1: <laughs> How are you? I'm doing good George but uh, after this introduction I'm not going to fit through any doors in my house or in my business uh, but um, I'm excited to be uh, back yeah, uh, sure. on your podcast. <laughs> Thank you. All Thank right. you for well, having so we me.
0: We have a lot of things that we can. I, My pleasure. We have a lot of things that we can talk about and a lot of things we will talk about but I guess what's on everybody's mind right now of course, is COVID and the Delta variant. Uh, let's talk about it from the perspective of you know, the hospitality sector and some of your different businesses there. Uh, the restaurant business, of course, the banquet business. You're probably not seeing too much of a change yet, but um, there has to be some concern out there.
1: Oh, I, I'm honestly a little scared uh, right now. So you, you look at what's happening and and you look at the numbers, and I read as many articles as I can get my hands on to try to understand what's happened. And so it's it's kind of really it's hardening. There's no other way to put it. And to me, uh, I got communities around my businesses that are already going to the mask enforcement. Uh, I still am operating mostly out of a community where that's not the case. Uh, so I know it's close. It's like I can almost touch it. <laughs>
0: what are you What are you seeing are events i'm assuming you have had some weddings recently, maybe some other events as well have those been going off moving well I, I
1: I feel that the social market so the weddings the the reunions the the, the social events are pretty much still going full force um, with some exceptions there, there there was a there was a food truck event that we had cancelled this weekend as a matter of fact. And uh, the people that canceled it, because uh, they had some family members that were not vaccinated. So some of that is happening. Um, on, on the opposite side, I feel the corporate market is being really slow on jumping on the event side of things. So, so they're working, they're doing their thing, but uh, we're not seeing a lot of gatherings in the corporate side of things. Um, like the Christmas party kind of a thing that you would expect being booked right now for December. Um, those are coming very slow. Um, so there's definitely a caution happening in the market.
0: Mm. What are you seeing on some of the other sides of all the businesses that you all know? the restaurant side? I know the restaurants, from what I hear, have been packed and doing pretty good business if they can find enough help. And we'll get to that part in a minute. But what are you seeing on your, your end?
1: I, I would agree with you. I, I think we're lucky this year We're we're definitely making up for some of the losses of the last year and a half, two years, um, the, the restaurant business. And I'm, again, the event business is good right now. I'm not complaining. Uh, so is the restaurant business. Um, the, the tough part that I'm worried about is let's take New York, for example, the, the, you, you, we're going to be again, the enforcers. We're going to be asked to, to ask our clients if they're vaccinated or not and and it's likely to come to Massachusetts. Uh, I feel it's right well, around the corner of that.
0: There's a lot of controversy concerning New York's vaccination passport or whatever the name they gave to it. I believe that's what it's called. Restaurants are already suing the city. Uh, we don't know where this is going to go. Our governor has been following some of these other states in some respects, but uh, he's been kind of independent from them in some others. Uh, have you talked to any that people give you a good read on what might happen here?
1: I, I I try to read a lot. And so the Massachusetts Restaurant Association as well as the National Restaurant Association are truly prepping us. Like I, I every time I get a, a communication from them, they're prepping us on the legalities and how to do it, which to me is a very small sign, but a sign that it's likely that we're going to be asked to do that. And... Um, I am very concerned. I mean, stopping somebody at the door and asking them for vaccination proof is something that two years ago I would not imagine. Obviously, I'm imagining it now, but I'm definitely not looking forward to it. I think it crosses a line that's a very difficult line. And unfortunately, in the food business or the retail business, we're going to be asked to enforce that.
0: Wow. Uh, What else has your reading told you about where this is being tried and you know,
1: where other well, states are seeing so far? Well, I, I think it's, it's, it's really a New York focused thing right now um, with exceptional, some companies, I caught an article uh, probably yesterday that live nation, which is the concert producer um, that they're going to go and require that every attendee is vaccinated. So it's happening on an individual basis, similar to locally. I know the hospitals and so forth are requiring it. Um, I know that we're not equipped to handle this kind of carding system. Um, I'd be lying if I didn't tell you I was extremely concerned. I, I think COVID has posed some very interesting challenges in our lifetime from shutting down a business, uh, then to reopen it, to operate it under new restrictions, to now a whole new set of restrictions, and, and never mind the employment issues that we're all facing. So um, I tell you, I, I, you can every quarter... Every three months, the the world is changing (laughs) radically.
0: Well, we talked three Mm. or four months ago, and I, you know, back then the the challenges were just, you know, the pandemic and, and when the state was going to reopen and how it was going to reopen, how many people we could have in a room at any one given time. And it looked like, you know, that proverbial light at the end of the tunnel. And we had two months where, you know, people weren't kind of looking over their shoulders, wondering what the governor was gonna do next. And here we are again, uh wondering, you know, the next decree that's going to come down, the next step. And it's like you said, it's the never ending challenges. You're just trading one for the next. You've yeah. been doing this for almost forty years now. Has this been the most challenging time you've seen or
1: Oh, it's the most challenging time in my lifetime. Without a doubt, yeah. it's it's the, the the things that we're dealing with from adjusting and managing our guests and our clients to not getting our orders, to not having enough staff, to, to being ready to open up the Big E and worried about what's going to happen in a Big E in a, in a few weeks. I mean, you know, most of us that are involved in a Big E, just to talk about that for a second, we're yep. deep into it. We're deep into it. I mean, thousands and thousands of dollars into it. If, if, right. if there's a radical halt to the economy, those are losses that are incredible. And um, just, just a very scary time, and we've we got to live with this. Um, and it, so, it, you so. mentioned
0: scary. It, it's scary, but the hardest thing about it, and, and I've been writing about business and business owners for years, they like to be able to plan. Uh, and you're one of the better planners I've, I've talked to. I mean, you plan months in advance, sometimes years in advance. When you know what's coming, when you can anticipate what's coming around the corner, you can do something about it. This has just left business owners in a position where they cannot plan. Uh, I 100
1: agree, but you but you I, may have I to had,
0: tear that plan up in in two days. You know,
1: you keep on changing the plan. I had um I had a, a review meeting with with my banker a couple days ago, and um I, I that was exactly one of the many conversations. I think we're doing pretty good this year. We're feeling very optimistic this year as a company on the financial side of things. Uh, We're not making up for the losses of last year. Um, That is still a a big issue uh, that's going to maybe take 10 years to make up. Um, And we're still looking for some more government support on that side of things in the hospitality world. Hotels and restaurants have really not gotten enough support. Uh, but you cannot plan. You can put a budget in place that you feel comfortable with. Let's go back to the Big E example. I have that in my budget for, for September and October. Mm-hmm. If there's a radical halt to that, how do you plan? It's, it's, all you can do is react and, and kind of change it again. And uh, It's kind of weird. It's kind of scary when you run a fairly good-sized business. Actually, I would right. say for any size business.
0: Well, you mentioned last year the weddings and the events last year were all pretty much canceled business west had a few in the fall but i don't think there were many events at all last year and all those weddings that were scheduled for 2021 were pushed back to 2022 so you've got a full year this year but you couldn't schedule. i mean those were all weddings that were scheduled for last year
1: well the good news is i haven't seen a wedding canceled yet um in this latter part on on the second half of the year I have not seen that happen. Um, so those weddings are still in the books. I think the factor with those weddings that is, uh, is somewhat concerning is, is what I mentioned to you earlier. You know, if, if one member of the family is not vaccinated and the rest of them know that, are they going to welcome that member or not? It's really not up to me right now to enforce that. Um, so I think counts for these kind of weddings and ca- for these kind of events is, is going to be a little bit of an issue as we end this year. Uh, But as of right now, uh, the weddings are happening. That's the good news. And and it's probably the busiest wedding year in my lifetime, meaning you're dealing with what was scheduled for this year and you you have the weddings from last year that you squeezed in this year. Um, In amount of weddings, not in amount of people attending weddings, Um, those numbers have gone down radically.
0: So talk about some of those other challenges that you were mentioning earlier in terms of just running a business in this day and age. I mean, we're not out of the woods regarding this employment crisis in any way, shape, or form. Although September is coming, things might get a little bit better, and prices are still skyrocketing, and there's still shortages of just about everything. What are you saying out there?
1: Well, I, it, the shortages in, in, in just working is is extremely difficult. I mean, you don't know if you're going to get your food order, and if you get your food order, you don't know if everything you need for this weekend is going to show up. And mm-hmm. the pricing of, the, of that food, and just using one example, the pricing of that food is almost 10% up from the beginning of the year. I'm not talking year over year. From the beginning of the year to now, that pricing is up about 10%. I got to tell you a story that is mind-boggling. You know, my business partner, Mick, uh, mm-hmm. two months ago, He had to take every vehicle we had and drive to our food provider to pick up our order. They couldn't deliver our order. They did not have the manpower to deliver our order. It was a 600 case order. So we needed three of our small trucks to make this order happen. And we had to personally go to that warehouse and load up our trucks and bring that food to us. Uh, that's just imaginable. Like, and, and you know what? We're not upset at them. We know they're trying. It's not their fault. Um, that's the kind of how life long, we're how living long ago this day. About two months ago.
0: Two months ago. Okay. Wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But uh, you're uh, seeing it all across
0: Western Massachusetts. I mean, you're probably closing an additional day of the week that you'd never been closed before.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, we're closing a couple of days. We want people to have a break and, And it's worth it for that for us to have people uh, work five days a week and we don't worry about two days a week in order to 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 make things go forward. And and then finding staff. I mean, I know everybody's talking about it, George, but it is ridiculous. And and I'm going to say I I know everybody's hoping that the lack of benefits is going to solve the problem. I think it's going to help. But I feel that in a pandemic, at least my world, the hospitality world, we've lost a lot of people to other worlds. Uh, I don't know if they're all collecting benefits right now. I think a few of them are. Um, and I think it's going to be better after, after September. But I don't think that's the solution to all.
0: Well, um, you and I talked um, about chat. this a few months ago. You, you have lost people. They couldn't work in your profession back a year ago. So they, yeah. they found something else. And now that they can come back. Some of them are, but most of them aren't so uh, you were telling me stories about uh, what it takes to get someone now uh, the the sign-on bonuses and, and the increase in salaries and what it does to you know your payroll overall because if you bring somebody new in the door to, who's making this much uh, that's pretty close to the person who's been there for five years you've got to bump up the person who's been there for five years, or so you you should well, anyway
1: the other, one, the, the other ones that need to be rewarded because they're carrying you. Absolutely. They deserve the increase. I, I got to share a story with you because it's kind of an interesting. It's only two weeks apart. So so beginning of the – about two weeks ago, we did an open house, and we marketed the open house to the extreme. We spent advertising money. We did everything we could to, to, to just push it and, and spent quite a few thousands of dollars to try to attract people to us. We did not advertise incentives. We, we wanted to see who would show up. Our goal was to hire almost 100 people. Guess how many people we hired?
0: Uh, half that.
1: We hired nine. Wow. So yesterday, we did a similar open house, similar amount of advertising. Put in the incentive. Some people with $1,000. Some jobs with a $1,000 incentive. Some jobs with a $500 incentive. Guess how many people were hired yesterday? More than nine. We seven, seven, seven. So, what you are were the looking, interesting? We a hundred,
0: and you hired
1: seven. Two weeks ago, we wanted to hire a hundred. Yesterday, our goal was thirty to forty. Um, we hired seven. And what I find fascinating in this thing is the first time we tried with no incentives. We didn't market any incentives, and pretty much hired the same number that we hired yesterday, marketing the incentives. And mm-hmm. so, so, I don't know what to make out of it, but it was a very interesting experiment. And it's the kind of stuff that we're dealing with these days. I know one of my good friends in the industry, the Bean Restaurant Group, um, the Yi family, and, and the Pignelli family that are all involved in that, uh, they were doing the same thing yesterday. And uh, I, I, I don't know how well they did, but my instinct is that we have very similar numbers
0: incredible you're listening to Business Talk a broadcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local and sponsored this month by Munson Savings Bank we're talking to Peter Rothscotton owner of the Log Cabin and several other businesses in Western Mass Peter we got just a couple of minutes left I, I was going to ask you to try to project and what's going to happen this fall but I, I guess from what I've learned over the last 20 minutes that's just about impossible how do you how do you manage when you can't plan around the next week?
1: I I I gotta tell you I don't know if this is the answer to if I'm answering this question, but I gotta tell you the one thought that comes to mind, and any one of you listeners and our listeners today, uh, be patient because I know that we and a lot of people are trying really hard to do the right thing, mm. uh, but our prices are going up because they have to. Uh, our service quality has gone down because it has to. Not because we want to, and it's just a very interesting time. And and getting upset at, at, at venues, restaurants, hotels, anybody right now is not really the right thing to do because people are trying extremely hard to do the right thing.
0: Well, hopefully you haven't seen any of that uh, violence and um,
1: unfortunately, some- unfortunately, yes, wow. unfortunately, yes, and and to 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 a level that I've never seen in my entire professional career.
0: Wow hopefully all of this will start to mitigate soon and we can get back to that normal this is certainly not the normal that we were hoping back when the governor released no. those restrictions back in may and we're all looking to get back to normal it just hasn't been anything approaching what we wanted to so anyway peter thank you again as always uh we, we love having you on for a reason uh you're, well-connected. You're very experienced and you can speak on a lot of different things and and you did a great uh, job again. Good luck to you.
1: Well, thank you so much again, George, and I appreciate everyone that's listening and good luck to all.
0: All right. Well, thank you for listening again to Business Talk, a broadcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local, sponsored this month by Munson Savings Bank. I'm George O'Brien, your host, the editor of Business West Magazine, and we'll see you next time.